0: Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. And this is our Coming Soon and News segment, and this is where we talk about films that are coming soon, coming out in the next little bit here. Right, Matt? Indeed it is, Joel. Indebitably. Yes. Yes. It's a bold (laughs) move. It's a bold (laughs) move on our behalf to talk about films before they've even come out. That's what we're doing (laughs) here on Coming Soon. And so we're going to be talking about two films that are coming out this weekend, big films that are actually... Uh, Pretty major releases. Some of the last two big ones left for the summer. Yeah. I would say. Uh, So Dunkirk. Yep. And then uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, or just Valerian, if you prefer. So, uh, pretty excited about one of these, the yeah. other one I'm kind of questioning. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, So Matt, real quick here though, before we get into those, why don't we give the listeners if you would, some ways to get connected. Yes,
1: you can connect with us in the social media universe that is on Instagram and Twitter at RealReviewMedia and Facebook.com slash RealReviewMedia again that's real spelled R-E-E-L like a movie reel. Um, you can also find us on our website, get connected with us there. We got some stuff that we're posting all the time, RealReviewMedia.com and shoot us an email. Let us know your thoughts tell there us about your day about your 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 best friends you know vacation they went on I don't know yeah at real review media at gmail.com. Name. so <laughs> exactly
0: random bits of information you know, whatever you want to send do just email way. us let us know what's up that'd be
1: great um yeah we like interacting with you so uh you know feel free to send it our way mm-hmm. and uh, that's how you can get connected with us
0: Very cool well with that all that being said thank you Matt did a yeah. wonderful job Or at least decent.
1: Yeah, it's mediocre.
0: (laughs) So with that, though, let's get into our uh, talk of these films that are coming out soon. So uh, the first film, mentioned earlier, is a film that I'm pretty excited for, Dunkirk. Me too. Uh, This is directed by Christopher Nolan. It is a about Allied soldiers from Belgium uh, the British Empire and France which are surrounded by the German army and evacuated during a fierce battle in World War II it's got a bunch of folks in there a ton of them uh, you got Fiona Whitehead Damien Barnard Bonnard uh, and you Warren I can't ex- I-, I can't say that very well but Barnard uh, Lee Armstrong James Harry Ford, Styles or Harry Styles is <laughs> definitely in there Tom Hardy of course is definitely in there as yeah. well as Kenneth, Nolan, Brana. Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. Totally a bunch of people. I'm not going to go through all these folks. Um, I'm just hoping t- Harry Styles drowns at one point. So uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Matt, so what is your excitement level? I, the, I've i had it with these, you know, singers trying to cross over and be actors, too. You know, we had Ed Sheeran and Game of Thrones. Now We got Harry Styles and Dunkirk. I mean, what's what's next? Oh, and we even got Rihanna yeah, in freaking Valerian. Valerian so, yeah. Oh my goodness, I didn't even think about that. Now,
1: we need to have I'm Matt Hay in Dunkirk.
0: Somebody needs to just talk to R- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Somebody needs to just talk to Rihanna and say, Look, Rihanna, you're a great singer, but this acting thing is just not happening. You didn't it's love Battleship? Before. Oh no. <laughs> it's like she was the worst part of an altogether already bad movie. It was just awful. So Well, yeah.
1: hey. Um Dunkirk, but. man, I'm excited. And we've talked about this, man. I, I think Christopher Nolan I mean I have yet to be disappointed by him and I'm just I'm just super pumped I I think it's gonna be good this is this is a new thing for him this is not an original screenplay it's not sci-fi epic this is a historical Mm -hmm. period piece right um and and if 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 you're gonna have someone film action and and give you scale and scope of something I think Christopher Nolan's a man to do it absolutely for sure which
0: like you said I think The way I'm looking at it is it's it's a smaller film in the sense, not that the the purpose of it is less important. Right. But it's taking on a much more real, much more focused kind of story. Right. Um, So I'm interested to see, I'm both like interested and somewhat fearful of seeing Christopher Nolan's take on that. Because I like him as a man that's given to, as a director, more so than a man, as a director that's given to, like, larger than life, in a sense, right. of, like, spectacle. He's one of the biggest proponents of IMAX out there. Yeah. Um, and film. Right. And not just a—I I don't think he's the kind of guy that just does—like, th- he doesn't just—he doesn't make big spectacle just to make big spectacle. He tries to present strong emotion and elicit strong emotion through large-scale spectacle. Yeah. You know, and not just like intensity, like action and uh, drama and suspense and things like that. Right. So, yeah, he's not just blowing things up. Is what yeah. I'm
1: saying. No, he's he's awesome. So I'm super pumped about this. My my anticipations are high. Rotten Tomatoes early reviews are, are coming back super high. It's at ninety eight percent right now. It's it's still got a little ways to go. I, I would imagine that dropping five to mm-hmm. maybe nine percent. Yeah. Um, by the time the weekend's through. Yeah. Even though that'd be low nineties and that's still great. <laughs> so yeah. um, I, I think I think what we're hearing is is a lot of really positive feedback and it's actually super short. It's only like an hour and forty five minutes long. So yeah, pretty tiny. Um yeah, compared to his like two plus hour epics <laughs> that he's made, you yeah. know. So so we'll see. My my anticipation levels at like a nine.
0: It's pretty high. Yeah. I'd say mine's probably closer to like seven point five. Really? Yeah. Okay. I love Christopher Nolan films. I just, I think the story in of itself is kind of, yeah, just doesn't intrigue me as much.
1: I think so, you'll, I think you'll change your like, tune, but we'll like, see. you
0: hate the military. You hate world wars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do hate world wars. I do hate world wars. Yes, I do hate world wars. You're not an appreciator of historical events and the sacrifices that people have made. No, that's not me. <laughs> I do appreciate it. I think I'm just, like I said, I... I I've seen him as this director that's done on grand spectacle type stuff. It's it's going to be a bit of a shift for me to take on a Christopher Nolan film where he's doing something that's more or less based upon a nonfiction, yeah. um, whereas before everything was entirely fictional. Uh, so
1: at the very least, I want to get a, see him get some Oscar noms from this. I think he will. Yeah. I'm
0: like, I mean, just based upon early critic reviews and everything, yeah. I'm like ninety percent sure he's going to. Yeah. get... Some sort of nod, and I've seen a couple clips and stuff. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're probably going to get a couple nods there. Yeah, um, probably writing, you know, best original screenplay or something, maybe cinematography too, best cinematography. So we'll see. Cool, cool, Wait cool. To see how the acting and stuff is as well. So, awesome. With that, then, let's move on to the next film, Do Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Uh, this film is about a dark force that threatens Alpha, a vast metropolis. On, <laughs> already, it's a completely different. <laughs> yeah. Dark force threatens Alpha, a vast metropolis, and home to the species of a thousand planets. Special operatives Valerian and Laureline must rescue to identify the marauding menace and safeguard not just Alpha, but the future of the universe. Alpha makes
1: me think of Alpha 5 from Power Rangers. Yeah,
0: I can see that. I don't know why I just went Jewish with it, but he sounds like, <laughs> like I don't know. Sorry. I have, a, I have a Jewish heritage, so I can say that. Yeah. you can't. I that. can't. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> You're not allowed to use those words, man. I'm, I'm not allowed. Uh, so this one is directed by Luke Besson. Uh, Besson. Uh, Besson. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm so bad. He just, he's probably getting all upset right now.
1: Yeah, I know he's one of our biggest listeners on this podcast. So sorry, Luke.
0: Yes, there you go. Yeah. Uh, it stars Dane DeHaan as Valerian, uh, Cara Delevingne, which is Loreline. Is it Cara or Kara? Cara. Kara. Kara, uh, Delevingne, yeah. Laura Line, uh, and a bunch of other folks. I'm not going to go to Ethan Hawke's in it. John Goodman's in it. Clive Owen, Rihanna, as we mentioned. There's a whole bunch of people that are playing kind of side roles and minor roles. There's also a couple people that are just doing voices because there's a lot of animated, like, you know, we're dealing with aliens and creatures from other galaxies, so there's a lot of, you know, just completely CG-type characters that are in this. But um, what is your uh, thoughts and excitement for this? You're nodding your head like Not uh, very excited. Not
1: very <laughs> excited. Um, this, this movie looks... Crazy! It's it's the same guy who did Lucy, same guy who did The Fifth Element. Um, yeah. so it's it definitely has more of a Fifth Element vibe yes. to about it. Just kind of the out there kind of visuals a little bit. Yes. more so. Not necessarily like when I look at this, I think of the opera singer in The Fifth Element. Yep. Just kind of the the des- set design, the alien design, the creature design. There are a ton of aliens in this thing. Um, I am. I will say this. I am surprised at the early reviews on this one, it's getting, uh, I I would have painted this thing like getting 20% like in, in the rotten area, but it's like, it's like 69%. I think it's going to drop down five to 7% as well this weekend. But, um, I like Dane DeHaan. He hasn't done anything that's sold me on anything. I saw cure for wellness and, um, it wasn't as good as I was wanting him to be. And I felt like he could have maybe done a little bit more there too. But, um, yeah, I'm just not interested in this. It just doesn't look good to me.
0: I like it in a sense. I, I'm a fan of sci-fi type films, and it's got. I'm intrigued because they're kind of trying something new. I mean, obviously, this is based upon pre-existing uh, series, but uh, of I think comic books, right? I'm not exactly sure. It's a light novel, graphic or novel, graphic something novels, which I haven't had a chance to check out. But I'm glad that they're kind of trying something a little bit different with this. Um, so, in that sense, I'm a little bit excited. The, you know, as far as directing goes with this, um, he's done, Luke's done some films that I liked and some that I really didn't like. I really didn't like Lucy, um, yeah. but he also did uh, Leon the Professional, which I really, really enjoyed. Um, he did The Fifth Element, which I kind of liked. I think for the most part I did enjoy. I felt like he got lucky with The Fifth Element because it, it was going on that very fine line of cheesy and silly and trying to have his like action and suspense, but also make it cheesy and silly a little bit at times. And it, 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 there was times where it would kind of waver a little bit more towards being a little too silly and goofy. Right. But then other times it was like fine and good and a bit suspenseful. And so, but I did end up liking it. Um, he also did La Femme Nikita, you know what I mean? So uh, there was, there was ask, there's definitely been stuff that I've really enjoyed that he's done. And uh, it's, but be, based upon in particular Lucy, which I really did not enjoy, yeah, um, at all. I'm a little bit like Meh, about it, so I do think it looks interesting to me. It looks a bit intriguing. I think uh, the special effects do look pretty good, pretty, yeah. pretty solid. Um, I'm 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 a bit excited to see it. I, yeah, there's not too much I can say at this point, just because I don't know much about the story. Right. Um, I think both of the main characters, the actors, I have yet to see a role that either of them in have been in. This is like like where they're like whoa, just you nailed it, but. Um, I think just based upon the type of film that this is, it doesn't call for like a super deep kind of character arc or development. It's more just going to be kind of like they're there to be effective in the role and look the role and to act well throughout the action kind of silly set pieces. Um, There was a cool thing that they did. I don't know if you got this, but at the beginning of Spider-Man, they give you that like sneak peek of the film. Didn't get that. Oh, you didn't get that. Okay. We got like the first, I think like five minutes or so of the film. Um, which was good. I, I
1: feel like that good. adds to the excitement.
0: Yeah. And, I, I,
1: I didn't see that, uh, so maybe that's why I'm not.
0: I, I had, at that point, I had pretty low expectations for it, though. Yeah. And I think the way that I saw that, because they did this really cool thing of um, Rocket, was it Rocket Man? It wasn't Rocket Man. Um, John, Drown Control of Major Tom. What's the, don't, do you have ground control? Oh yeah, yeah. I was thinking of Mr. Deeds in that scene. In the yeah, airplane. no, so they play it against that and it's like showing the progression of Valerian and how it like becomes this big city. And it was really clever in a sense and it was kind of neat and they played it really well with the music. Um, and it just kind of felt nice. It felt simple, yeah. but it was like intriguing and interesting. And so I was like, Oh yeah, I'm getting invested a little bit into, into this story. So um, I-, I think... If it's, if it's similar to that, I'll end up kind of enjoying it and, okay. and putting it at kind of maybe like a B-level sort of a thing. So, uh, yeah. So that's pretty much it. Are you looking something up?
1: Trying no, to- it's David Bowie. David Bowie, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. All the Space David Bowie oddity. fans out there yeah. are like
0: just freaking out at me. What just, are you doing? Yeah. Like, how dare you say that? Yeah. 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 Um,
1: but um- – so- Ah, uh, we'll see. I don't know. Expectations low, but that that could work in my benefit if I just go in with low expectations. Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised, something like that. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. So did you put your n- number? What's three. Your, three. Wow. Oh, jeez. I'm closer to. I'd say maybe like a five and a half. Okay. Out of ten. That's all good. Yeah. That's all good. So awesome. Well, with that then, um, we had a bit of news as yeah. well, right? That you wanted to. Talk. Yeah.
1: Uh, It's kind of a lot, but I want to break it down in kind of a quick format. Um, So Disney, just this past weekend, had their biannual expo.
0: The
1: D23. D23. I call it the D20. And so it's, they just take this time. <laughs> Disney, which owns most of the world or galaxy, um, they uh, basically go through their lineup of films that have come out over the next couple of years, and which I is am a lot.
0: Super excited for Mary Poppins, y'all. I know.
1: Mary Poppins <laughs> Returns, which is a sequel, you guys. Yes. Um, but yeah, among things. They're still s-
0: flying that flag. Couple things. Picks up right where the last one
1: ended. They got an, an Avengers Infinity War trailer. Yep. They got The uh, Lion King, like a, a trailer for that. The yeah. John Favreau, who did the Jungle Book, like version of The Lion King. Yeah. Mary Poppins Returns. The Incredibles 2. There's an untitled space Pixar film, which might just be called Spaceships because apparently the spaceships had eyes, kind of like cars. Yeah. Um, and then Toy Story 4, Wreck-It Ralph 2, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which isn't a movie, but it's the theme parks they have, which looks freaking cool.
0: So many questions. First one, yes. though. Big thing. Did they use the voice acting for Simba, the adult version in Lion King, Jonathan Taylor Thomas.
1: I don't think so. I remember. Darn it. Because no. he's
0: an adult now. He could totally right. do the adult version. No, I think um, Simba.
1: they cast Donald Glover.
0: Yeah. As Simba. So right. I was kidding.
1: Sorry. I don't know. But so what happened was apparently, and this, this is, a lot of this footage isn't on there, but we've got some word and some reports on what actually was presented. Yeah. They showed the whole like Rafiki holding baby Simba up on Pride Rock. Oh, really? And like, the people people were this. freaking out because it looks real. Oh wow! It looks, this is there's not going to be any human interaction. This movie's going to be at like 100% CG. Yeah. Um, which well, that's be, how they did Jungle Book. Well, for it it the most part, it was yeah. like it was like 90% CG. Right. Except for the kids. <laughs> right. And so, and there people people were like, "Oh my gosh, this looks awesome." Yeah. Um. There was that. The, I want to go back to the Avengers Infinity War thing okay. because it was like two minutes um but kind of the rundown that i heard was you see the guardians of the galaxy they they see something happening and then this body hits a window and it's not just any body it's it's thor <laughs> yeah. they like who is this guy they bring him in they freak out um they, uh, you see, Captain America. He's in a beard. He has a beard, so he's yeah. clearly like. I'm you loving know, your.
0: Yeah, I wish people could see your hand. My hand motions. motions. I don't know what to you're, do you're with doing my hands. Like, you're showing the beard. Exactly. I'm like feeling this. I'm like, oh, um, there's a beard on that. Face. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then you see, you see Spider Man, um, which people were freaking out because they didn't have. He didn't have a Spidey sense in Homecoming, but now he has one because like he senses stuff is Great. happening. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you have Iron Man, uh, Black Panther, uh, War Machine. And then you have Thanos, which is everything that's built up. You have everybody together in this movie. But Thanos is what they've been building to for over 10 years. Right. And and he's not just like this formidable opponent. There's a part where what they say (laughs) in this, he takes a moon. Yeah. And throws it at the Avengers. <laughs> he takes a moon
0: Which and I, throws it at I him. I have to find context because it's not like- I the, can't the even Avengers, imagine that just, in my head. It's not like they're just floating in space and he just chucks a moon at them. They have to be he, in like a ship or he something. He grabs something. a moon and he throws <laughs> it at the Avengers. It could be a tiny moon. <laughs> could be a baby moon. It could be a dwarf moon. Okay.
1: Okay, baby moon. He throws a baby moon moon at at the the Avengers. Avengers. And they go, what? (laughs) Yeah. So that's just, I can't even wrap my head around that. I'm I'm excited to see. I think that'll be a crazy... Um, yeah. you, and you got your con bot on so you're, you you bot. might see something at Comic Con maybe yeah. we'll see yeah.
0: um, <laughs> I like how you just threw in my con bot yeah
1: <laughs> didn't even need to be part um, of this conversation The Incredibles 2 they didn't have anything from the actual movie but they had a short with Jack Jack yes um, apparently this movie is going to take place like right after the events right. of the first immediately one immediately after the events which of the first is really one. cool yeah. um, they said it was really funny and uh, the Jack Jack thing was it's him basically fighting a raccoon okay um, and using he's discovering all these new power and right, because like
0: we I, I don't know if you ever got a chance. To there see was a that short, short at the end of it, right? Yeah. Which is the best thing. It's yeah. like one of the best parts of like the whole thing is that short. Yeah,
1: it's about time we're getting Incredibles too. Let's just leave it at that.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping it's incredible.
1: Um, <laughs> the other <laughs> one I'm, I'm ch- really excited about is Wreck-It Ralph 2 And I was super excited for that. Too. I'll I say like this the too: characters. Wreck-It Ralph, the first one, I thought was okay. Yeah, there's a lot of people that loved it. I just thought it was okay. Um,
0: I really liked it I thought it was really fun
1: I, I, I liked it until about halfway through when they spent the rest of the movie in Candyland or whatever oh. that was I liked all this stuff in the crossover for the different things but yeah. that's why I think I'm gonna like the sequel better because it's called Wreck-It Ralph 2 Breaks the Internet mm-hmm. and um, they're not just in the arcade they are somehow in the internet and what's right. happening is it's a Marvel and Disney property or yeah. it's a Disney property but they own Marvel and, and, and Star Wars and all these they things
0: they probably hook up on the arcade machines the internet The what's gonna happen that, that way
1: Is in the internet, they're going to. They, um, uh, Lasseter, John Lasseter said, Yeah, he's actually going. They're they're going to, you're going to see all the Disney princesses and all the voices. Huh. From, like, you know, whether it be Elsa or Ariel or Pocahontas, you know, all these people. They all interact with each yeah, other. Yeah, they all interact with each oh, other. That's cool. And then, like, they're, they're poking fun at themselves kind of in, in a cool way. And then yeah. you have, like, stormtroopers in there. So, it's like, it's it's encompassing.
0: That's why I like the original record, Ralph, because it was, in a way, a lighthearted satire of, like, video game culture cool. I, and yeah. certain. But at the same time, embracing it and enjoying it for what it is.
1: It stopped though about halfway through. That's what I was saying about yeah. half, the first half they do they embrace that a lot. And I yeah. loved all that stuff. And then yeah. they stopped and they just stayed in Candyland forever. Right. Gotcha. Um, but this, it looks, it's, it could be really great. It could just be really great. Um, I don't know. Any other thoughts on regular Ralph too? No, I'm excited
0: for it. Yeah. I'm, I, I definitely like the first one. I'm excited to see what they kind of do with the second one. Um, it's weird because you got that kind of weird romantic tension. Sort of between Ralph and what's it, the princess girl? I can't think of her name at the moment, but the main girl. Princess girl? Not the princess. The well, kid? The, not the, the kid. I forget her name. There's no romantic tension. There's no vanilla. Yeah. No, there's a- yeah. What? Go back and watch it. There's a total romantic- No, I saw it as like a father-daughter. No, I saw it as totally romantic. That's weird, dude. I'm just telling you, dude. Okay. Because he's like every day- That's like an is, adult and a child. Like, that's He's weird. like on top of the building and he's like, I know that's why it was weird to me. Okay. <laughs> it was weird to me because he's like on top of that thing. He's like every day I'm able to do what I do now because I can always get a glimpse of her. Like that was the end. I'm like okay. I don't know. I Spoilers. feel like you took that in a really weird way. I, don't I don't didn't. Know. I didn't. I didn't catch it. I don't up. know. I, I, I could I, be wrong. I, <laughs> they definitely didn't have like a playful father and daughter like vibe between huh. them. They definitely had more of like a same age, like kind of attitude between them. I don't know. Huh. Personally. I don't know. That's why weird of me out. Well, That's maybe
1: we'll things. get away from that there. The <laughs> yeah. most important thing that I'm really excited about, and I was excited about this beforehand, and I don't know if it's the most important thing, I just wanted to say that, <laughs> is uh, Star Wars <laughs> Land is, Poppins, is now officially called <laughs> Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And this yes. is the uh, the new Disney expansion. By the way, the biz- biggest expansion in both Anaheim and Orlando. Yeah. Um, it's like 14 acres, and... It's this thing is immersive. They had scale models where you're up with the ships and you're you're moving all around. And apparently, you are in it. You're in the thick of it. And and the way that they have it set up, it's very immersive. So like when you pilot the Millennium Falcon, you're actually treated uh, based on how you did. So if you did really well, like you you're treated like better. Yeah. If you did Which poorly, cool. then you're treated maybe not as good yeah. by other things and other things that you interact with throughout the thing. Uh, you meet characters. Everything's immersive from like the cantinas. You you get to drink like the beverages that are native to that planet, the blue milk and all that stuff. Right. Um, and then uh, just the rides in general, the, there's going to be a hotel in Orlando that's all like immersive, like where it's almost like you're part of a... A story. A story that's happening you become there. The character in the story. So, oh, yeah. cool. I'm so excited.
0: I think it's really awesome. I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of the newest iterations of some of the Star Wars stuff. Obviously, I love the old films. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. It's, um, I'm more glad I think that they're. Bringing in new stuff instead of trying to retrofit like they did in Disneyland. Right. It doesn't. I. It, it felt fine. I think the Disney, the Star Wars land in Disneyland was not bad, but it just kind of felt a little forced. Right. Especially with like the change of Space Mountain to like Star Wars. Yeah,
1: Star Wars Mountain. Yeah, because it,
0: it, it didn't really. It didn't work for me. Yeah. I'd rather just keep that as Space Mountain or everything. That's like
1: a post conversion 3D. Yeah. The Star yeah.
0: Tours was the best thing, and but yeah. that was again that was a completely newish type. Right. They probably had some sort of Star Tours thing, but now it's like Star. I think it was Star Tours before, but it actually fit really well together. Yeah,
1: they changed it to like a Jakku thing too also. Yeah, Yeah. well, that
0: one's cool because you go in there and you can get a bunch of different stories. Yeah. Like there's one of like, I think, 10 different stories. Yeah. Uh, It's what upset me and frustrated me so much about Harry Potter Land, which is a completely different park. Never been. Oh my goodness, it's beautiful, gorgeous, awesome looking. You really feel like you're like in like, the Star like <laughs> Diagon Harry Potter Alley. yeah like Diagon Alley and you see like you know the castle and everything like that Hogwarts but the ride itself was a very big letdown to me you go through the whole I like, didn't
1: realize there was a ride there's a ride? yeah I just thought it was just they land. did this what they call
0: in. I think 4D where they kind of mix in like animatronics and like okay. real tangible things with yeah. like this 3D film and you get on this like chair that kind of floats and I don't know about most people, but like everybody in our entire group, we had about eight people. Everybody got nauseous from it. And Ooh. I'm not an easy one to get nauseous yeah. from. But it does this thing where you're like jumping between 3D footage and like like things that are like really in the environment around you. Oh, crazy. And it's very jarring. And then the thing, the thing that, that just upset me about it is everybody that reads the Hogwarts books, like the Harry Potter books, I should say, loves Hogwarts and all of all of us, in a way, I think that are big fans of the series. Think it would be just really cool to kind of like be in that world, to like right. be in a Hogwarts yeah. type environment where you go to school and the Sorting Hat and the competitions and Quidditch and stuff. You don't even like. I just thought it would be cool if they could, they could go in and they could create like this scenario where you're like in Hogwarts and they like sort you into a different school and they have these different versions of the ride and everything like that. And it's not this weird jostling ride that like gets you sick. It's like you could literally just sit in a chair. And if you had a story where it, like you got sorted and then you went on your own like little adventure like that would just be so yeah. cool. And the people in the environment there at Universal Studios were like I guess in Disney they're much more like in character because at Universal Studios I was like, when do we get a broom training? And she's like, you don't ride brooms. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. Uh, you crushed my dreams. <laughs> yeah, like, Just pretend with me for a moment. I don't well, often give in to I'm this I'm like 10 theater. years old right now in my head. So yeah, please, like yeah. the most immersive portion of the entire thing, which was actually really cool. It's what yeah. I would have wanted is when you go into the wand shop and you can like yeah. get wanded, I guess yeah. you could say, because they, they, they take you like through this whole big thing. That was well, like the best
1: well, part. Well, according to this, star wars galaxy's edge it's going to be completely immersive
0: right and that's what i would want right. from a harry potter land and yeah. they, they went to like not even almost 50 percent of that and this is like 100 and i love it right I'll so just enjoy the crud out of that i'm super
1: excited my only issue with this star wars thing is it's it's going to be so packed and oh, yeah. i don't think for a while you're going to be able to get a full feel of like the the land yeah. because it's going to be like standing room only you know I've got a
0: contact down there man hey Let tell you, let's I'm talk be, about that later yeah, off air off air Okay. <laughs> Get it going. Yeah. Cool. So uh any other stuff you want to talk about about the D23? No, that's a big stuff. Cool. Well, I've got, I mentioned in a little bit, I'm going to Comic-Con this coming week. Yep, combat so it up. I'll be uh coming back with some good stuff. Yes. And talking about a lot of fun things that happened there. I'm hoping they they cover some of the D23 footage and maybe show some some sneak peeks. Uh, I want there. you to
1: see the Infinity War thing. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, I hear it's crazy.
0: I'll try and take a mental video and share it with you. There you it. go. So uh, we'll be back next week with that and some other talk about these other films. So uh, yeah, just a reminder, some different ways to get connected to us again here at the end of the show. You can give us a, a contact email. Well, I should start with Facebook, facebook.com slash Review Media. Instagram and Twitter both are at Real Review Media. You can check out our website, realreviewmedia.com. I feel like I'm saying that a lot, Real Review Media. Do it. But do it. But then additionally, <laughs> send us an email, which is real Review Media at gmail.com. We'd yes. love to hear
1: from you. Keep it real. Yep. Thoughts on
0: the, the, the 23. And maybe you're going to con and you want to talk about some cool stuff here. Yeah, I'm for.
1: jealous of you going to Comic oh, Con. Sorry, man. So.
0: One year. You'll make it out there. I know. One year. Well, It'll well, be a magical experience. I'm hoping. Like the Star Wars Land. So awesome. <laughs> Anything else, Matt?
1: No, that's it. All right. Well, it's been real. It's been real.